0: To dive right in, I guess. Seriously, (laughs) let's just get into it. We need to get into it. This is I hate it. Let's watch it. I'm Lisa. I'm Dawn, and we watched Willy's Wonderland for this episode. And what a Wonderland it! What a wonderful land we found ourselves in. But I think before
1: we even dive in, you need to tell us this amazing cocktail. It's gorgeous. It's beautiful.
0: It's very aesthetically pleasing, but. It was inspired by Nick Cage's beverage of choice in this movie, which was an energy drink called Punch, which I don't know if you noticed at some point later in the movie, they showed a longer shot of the can and it had slogan on it. Oh, I did not see the slogan. It's on the bottom of the can. It says a fistful of caffeine to your kisser. Oh, so, yeah, (laughs) I mean, it sells clearly. I guess so. I mean, Energy drinks have really come into their own over the past decade or so. People seem to really like them. For somebody like me who doesn't like coffee, it's a yeah, that's just weird. viable alternative. I tried. I really tried to get myself to like coffee. It just didn't work. But hmm. so this cocktail is has a energy drink base. The energy drink is called Bang. I've never heard of it. Uh, no, it's a popular one. Hopefully it'll taste good. It was like the peach mango flavor. Oh. And then there's just a smorgasbord of liquor in here. You got your gin, you got your vodka, you got your tequila, you got your rum, and your blue curacao, and that's everything. She and then, wants to kill me tonight. Yeah. Everyone. We are getting fucked up. And there's lemon juice. Which is, <laughs> oh, that's the only, we You got to top it with that. That and the um, energy drink are the only non-alcoholic parts of this beverage. Oh. But Oh, and there's grenadine. That's where the purple comes from. It
1: is beautiful. So, you guys will see the pictures cheers. on Thursday.
0: Oh, yeah, this could yeah. easily kill me. This is good. Yeah, this actually doesn't taste like alcohol at all. No, and, which is... And, and there's five different kinds of liquor in so it. So fucking dangerous. We're going to have a problem in, <laughs> in a minute. And we're in... What are these pint glasses mm-hmm.
1: mm-hmm, to the brim yeah quite the dawn pour on that one
0: yes this is but i'm super excited because it's delicious
1: point. and i just need to start by i don't know if you picked up on any of this detail but the amount of companies that they listed in the beginning like production and Oh, all that there was like seven eight of them (laughs) it was like whatever picture whatever production whatever studio whatever and i'm like why is there so many oh i actually didn't notice that oh my god and then did you see the one that said it's a part of a chicken soup for the soul company (laughs) no Oh, my God. I'm you like, paid Hello. a lot more
0: attention to this movie than I did. <laughs> like, I'm, like,
1: I'm just watching it, and I'm like, go oh, th- no, usually I wouldn't pay attention. But, like, again, if it's a movie we're doing for the podcast, I want to pick up on as much shit as I can. Uh-huh. So, as I'm watching it, literally said, a chicken soup for the soul company. And I go, why? This is nothing even comparable to anything in a chicken soup for the soul book, let alone their company? But anyway.
0: Yeah. I mean, digress. I guess I guess there are some larger corporations that are involved in lots of different types of industries. So wild, and maybe nobody else would produce this movie, so <laughs> it had to be a joint effort among eight really
1: yeah. I mean, low I, 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 I want to say companies. that Nick Cage produced it and did yeah. all the yeah makes sense. Does it? it makes a lot of sense considering I'm saying it right now. He doesn't say a single word in the entire
0: movie. Say it again, Don, because I, I think it bears repeating. He does not
1: <laughs> say a single word. Nick Cage has no dialogue in this movie. He doesn't have to speak. No dialogue. He grunts maybe once. Yeah, he, he does like, ah,
0: and like. Just grunts
1: when he's beating the shit out of animatronics. General, comics. yeah. But, but
0: he, and he also just, he does those like satisfied sighs when mm-hmm. he drinks his punch beverages.
1: Never says a word, which I find, oh, it's weird because there's times when he looks at the main chick, Liv. Yeah. Who's from the Mayans, t- Mayans TV show, if anybody watches that. That's where I know her from. Um, And I love her, but they get, the stare downs happen. And it's like, she kind of knows what he's thinking. And right. And it's like, is that what we're supposed to do this entire fucking movie? Yeah. Like, he's just supposed to stare at you in a certain way and you're supposed to know what the fuck's going
0: on? Yeah. At first, I thought it was funny because I was like, uh, he hasn't said a word yet. That's hilarious. And then I literally had the remote in my hand getting ready to pause so I could say, oh, Nick Cage doesn't have his first line of dialogue until X number of uh-huh. minutes into the movie. And then I don't remember at what point I put it down because I realized, oh, he's just not going to talk at all. That was so- <laughs> one of
1: the things that it was so hard for me To not text you about. Yeah. (laughs) Because I watched it before you did. And I was like, I wanted to just be like, this movie's fucking crazy. He doesn't speak the entire time. I'm like, no, 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 no. I gotta wait. I gotta wait to discuss that.
0: This does sound like the kind of thing he would do as the producer. He would be like, you know, it would be really kind of wild as if I just didn't have any dialogue. You know, I go back and forth on whether or not I liked that choice. Because sometimes I feel like... I didn't need any dialogue from him necessarily, but at other times I was just kind of annoyed that he wouldn't say anything.
1: Yeah, I mean, I found it... It was intriguing in a way, given the circumstance of the movie, that maybe he didn't really need to
0: speak. Like, No, he didn't have to. I I didn't really feel like I was... The only thing I felt like I was missing was his backstory. We didn't know. Okay, like we were going to get that. We didn't know anything about him. And I guess we didn't really need it, but I needed it. You know, like I wanted it.
1: Right. I'm glad, though, that we got the backstory to Willie's. Because if we didn't get that, I would have lost my mind.
0: We got an insane amount of information in this movie. To the point where when they were revealing it, I was like, damn, this actually makes sense. The plot of this movie makes sense. You can trace it from A to B to C to D, and it actually sounds logical. Yeah. And that was almost disappointing.
1: (laughs) Because in the beginning, I'm thinking to myself, you know, he's driving... In his... What was it? uh...
0: It looked like a Mustang, but I don't know cars. I don't
1: know. No, it was a Chevy. Uh. But it was nice. Whatever. He's drinking his fucking... Punch. Punch. And he hits the spikes, the roadblock spikes that Mm -hmm. were put out. Now, he gets a tow truck. And it's that typical small town, don't know where you are. The tow truck guy's gonna bring you back and help you out. And then... Basically lie to you and say, all this shit's wrong with your car. Right. You got to stay overnight. And the only way to pay for, oh, because he
0: doesn't take card. Yes. He doesn't take credit cards and he doesn't, and Nick H doesn't have cash. So right. he, he has to work off his debt, which is like it's weird.
1: It's weird. It's I... not like at a restaurant not paying kind of thing. Right. Like it's, it's weird. Yeah. And he brings him to Willy's Wonderland. But prior to that, I guess part of the backstory? Well, we, we start to get Liv. Mm-hmm. She's at Willie's and she's got her gas.
0: She's ready to blow this fucking place up. Right. Burn it to the ground. And the sheriff comes, mm-hmm. who I love her. Oh my god. I I think the first time I ever saw her was in Speed. and She's phenomenal in uh, everything. Yeah. She's in so many things.
1: Um, And she basically like... Air quotes. Arrests her. We later find out.
0: Yeah, why. I I had so many questions about this before I knew the the right, extent the, of their personal But again, I'm glad check. we got those answers because it was weird. Yeah, she um, handcuffed her to like a pole inside of a trailer, and it was yeah. like, is this how justice is done <laughs> in this town? We know it's a small town, but come yeah, on, it has to be a police station.
1: Yeah, and then her friends come and get her and like it's their mission to take down this building and again right. we don't know why it's unclear
0: yet. at that time why although as i was just saying to you when i was rereading my notes just now the very opening scene where we see a couple being mm-hmm. chased through willie's wonderland by an animatronic that's gonna murder them i was kind of confused by that opening scene because i didn't I didn't know who those people were, what was going on. And then they showed a child at the very end. That survived. That survived. or Well, I didn't I didn't understand. I thought it was like the child involved. Like at that point where there was no context for that scene. So I had no idea. Right. And it's only now that I'm looking back at my notes that I'm putting it together. Oh, oh that was, was Liv. And those were her parents yeah. that were dying. So... That makes a lot more sense. Like, it, this movie makes a stupid amount of sense. for the kind It does. Of, it for really the kind does. of movie that it is, it actually makes a lot of sense. I don't have a lot of questions about what we're doing here.
1: And not even that it makes sense, but it answers, it throws something at you, but then it answers it. So you right. don't have to worry. Like, yeah. it could be ridiculous as fuck, but... You're gonna know why.
0: Yeah, and just like with that opening scene, I was confused by it initially, but now retrospectively, I'm like, oh, that actually now it makes a lot of sense. Now I know why she wants
1: yeah. to blow up the building. I like, get it. So yeah, so he gets told by what was it, the mayor?
0: I don't know the Texas guy. The Texas guy. I mean, typical. He's the worst. Yeah. <laughs> Did you ever watch Fairly Odd Parents? Bits and pieces. Do you know Doug Dimondom, owner no. of the Dimondom. Oh. <laughs> 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 he reminds me of this guy that guy he had like a really tall cowboy hat and he had, I'm
1: Doug Dimmodome. <laughs> <laughs> I mean based on that description <laughs> I, I agree with you I'm
0: so upset that I'm the only one in this room that knows this because now I sound like an idiot listen
1: there's things I know that you make me think that I'm an idiot so <laughs> um.
0: anyway Doug Dimidome tells him that he needs to go in and clean up the place
1: Right, and that he'll get his car back the next morning. Right. So he goes in, gives him a
0: uniform. Yeah, you're on staff now. Yeah. The weird smile. It wasn't even a smile. He was just, like, showing his teeth. He was like, right. Eh.
1: <laughs> and he's like, basically, just clean this fucking place up, and uh, we'll give you your car back in the morning. You're good to go. And can I just say, this place
0: was filthy. It was... Disgusting. Trashed. And if I could hire Nick Cage to clean my apartment, I 100 percent would he because very he thorough. does a damn good job. It's all that overnight punch. Yeah, it's all the punch, and then also the not talking. You know, he's not wasting any time. That's true. That's but, very true. Like, talking on the phone, he's saving his energy people to attacking. beat the
1: shit and pull the guts out of animatronics. Basically, he starts to clean, and I feel like it was very quick. That he caught on
0: yes. to that these animatronic figures. He seems to accept that very fast.
1: Yeah, that they're <laughs> somehow alive and they're yeah. going to kill him. Right,
0: yeah. And he just kind of takes it into stride. Okay, I guess I should kill them before they kill me. But that's my problem with this movie. If I have a problem with it, it is mostly that. Why wouldn't you just kill them all right away? Right, clearly why just one alive? Yeah, why they're would you alive. wait for them to come after you before killing them just like they're all standing there on the fucking stage you might as well go and cap them all while you have the advantage this is true so that was a hole in the plot for me yeah but i'm sure that you were thinking this too i mean we've already mentioned prior that this has a lot of similarities to the video game five nights at freddy's Mm -hmm. but also given when we both grew up chuck e cheese was terrifying yeah (laughs)
1: I'm sorry, it's terrifying. I don't think I ever, if I was ever in a Chuck E. Cheese, it was never for a birthday party. I think I was there like either my dad brought me and my cousin, like something like that. I never sat where the stage was and I never watched them perform because it was
0: so... Horrible. <laughs> I, I had two friends who worked at Chuck E. Cheese no. in high school, yeah, and so they had to be Chuck E. every once in a while, you know, get the costume and things, and they said it was the worst thing ever, especially because it just the costume smelled and, like, the kids would kick and punch you and just really <laughs> abuse you, and there was no help from management or anything, so. So, yeah. Chuck E. Cheese sounded like an awful place. And, like, never eat at the salad bar, basically, because they would just, like, put fresh lettuce over moldy lettuce. The
1: fact that there's a salad bar (laughs) at Chuck E. Cheese, that's like saying that, like, strip clubs have the best food. Which they actually do say they have the best buffets, which is odd.
0: Best buffet, though, is still kind of a low bar. It's hard to prepare, you know, really good food for mass consumption like that that's going to just sit out in a buffet. Fair. But... Regardless. Yes.
1: So back to Liv and her friends, they are basically on this mission to burn the place down. It was kind of funny because they, uh, she's like, if we're going to, do- it's a mission, if we're going to do the mission, like what? what? Yeah. <laughs> it just seems so like mission impossible. And I'm like, what? Just burn the place. To the ground. Like,
0: right. It didn't seem that hard. I no. mean, I guess Nick Cage made it look fairly easy when he was just beating the shit out of these animatronics.
1: Also, these animatronics had very distinct things to say. Oh, yeah. And I just want to repeat one of them because... What? (laughs) I'm gonna eat your eyes out, then feast on your soul.
0: (laughs) Yeah, that was... What? Unpleasant. There
1: had to have been another one I wrote down.
0: I think I wrote down one too. Oh,
1: wanna fuck fatty? What? (laughs) (laughs) Wait, <laughs> which one said that? Oh, when the two were boning in that
0: one room. <laughs> oh, that was dumb. Guys, you can't have Don't sex in a horror there. movie. Come yeah, and also, yeah, and she's, she's like, is it weird that I'm getting turned on in this room where all these children died? And I was like, yeah, bitch, it's fucking weird. And her boyfriend was like, oh, you a freak freak. And that kind of cracked me up. because He I was looked like, like Chris Brown. It was you weird. You are a freak freak.
1: But he's not Chris Brown. Rest
0: assured, he is. He is not. Um, I actually, I didn't like that girl. What
1: was her no, name? No, I loved that one point two. She's like, I'm cold, and I wanted to be like, stop dressing like
0: a whore. Yeah, it, she I, was that whiny. She was trying background Yeah, person. they they wanted her to play that role, that mm-hmm. specific role of slightly badass but still very feminine and sexy sort of character. And I didn't like that, because I don't think she carried it off well, and then I just think it was kind of unnecessary to have in general. Right. But she was wearing, like, those, like, knee-high socks. Right. And every move, she was, like, doing, like, the saunter, the... It was too much. It was mm-hmm. a little bit too much. When she bent over to pick things up, her ass was just, like, sky high, and it was, like... <sighs> okay
1: oh there was another another quote by an animatronic that said i'm gonna feast on your face
0: oh yeah i definitely wrote that one down because that sounds correct
1: yeah. um but it's just wild because then he like we said he catches on pretty quickly that these fucking things are alive or whatever yeah and he beats the shit out of them which feels like no efforts involved
0: yeah it really doesn't seem like it's that hard
1: no and he just like Beats them up and then rips their guts out. And I love how, like, their blood is just the oils. It's oil, yeah. And it's it's funny. And then he literally just goes, cleans up, changes his shirt, and goes back to work.
0: Yeah. And, and again, that's kind of why... Those were the moments where I appreciated the fact that he didn't speak. You know, I think, like, those kind of simple moments of just... They were almost comedic of, yeah. of him doing that.
1: Like, it did not phase him yeah. at all. Right. And also... I had written down because I'm like, these fucking inanimate objects are talking more than he is. Yeah. Like, they had a lot to say. They had more lines than, yeah.
0: than anybody, probably. The thing that did piss me off about every time he killed one of them was that it always seemed to be in a room he had just finished cleaning. Yes. And it was pristine and looked beautiful, especially the one in the bathroom with the gorilla. That one really pissed me off because that bathroom looked like ass when he walked in. And he clean that shit up so nice it looked beautiful and then this fucking gorilla jumps him and he murders it and then there's oil everywhere mm-hmm. i was like oh bro you just clean that that really sucks it does <laughs> and it's
1: i find it funny that given which we learn later but like the whole premise of why
0: they're they're doing yeah. that
1: they had a substantial amount of
0: cleaning supplies for him to be able to do such an immaculate job I I mean, some of it was movie magic because he was scrubbing some graffiti off of this wall as though it was just magic Chalk. marker. Yeah, yeah, like it was super easy to remove. I just I think part of that was just a suspension of disbelief that something could possibly be cleaned this easily. You would need a lot more and I think honestly some of that you would just have to paint over because it wouldn't come out entirely, but Right. but that's what I say. I mean, I would love to have him come clean my place because he did such a good job. He did. And
1: I was I don't know if it's because he didn't speak, but I was weirdly attracted
0: to him. Oh no, Don.
1: Alyssa didn't cry. Aww, that's true.
0: <laughs> um, but <laughs> Not even when Chris died?
1: When no. Chris got
0: his neck snapped? No, Poor lover boy Chris. Sucks. This guy's an idiot. To be lured in by that ruse, too, where she that was like, guy. She was like, I'm not like the others. I'm not gonna kill you. And he was like, oh. She's a chameleon, you fucking Yeah, idiot. like, you fucking idiot. You're so dumb.
1: Oh, what got me a lot, though, was him putting duct tape on his wounds. <laughs> Cause I'm like, that's gonna fucking hurt coming off. Like yeah. that's gonna hurt more than
0: the gash itself. He wrapped his entire torso in duct yeah. tape at some is point. Is that supposed to fix anything? I mean, I guess it'll stop the bleeding, but part of me thought
1: it like also ricocheted bullets. Like,
0: uh, he... no, duct tape doesn't do that. Well I'm saying in this movie. Also, who is shooting at him?
1: Wasn't the um, what's her face? Was shooting at him?
0: The the sheriff. Oh. No, I don't think she, she was brandishing her gun at him, but I don't think she ever shot at him. Oh, I, she? I think she I just... wanted the animatronics to kill him. So I don't think she was trying to kill him. But regardless, I thought that that was kind of going to be one of the running jokes of the movie that he was just going to be like covered more and more in duct tape throughout the Which movie. Which seemed like the case. It did. But then it stopped after that point. He had the one strip on his face for a wound on his cheek. And then he, he pulls wrapped a up... Nelly. Yeah. <laughs>
1: He sure did. circa two thousand three.
0: <laughs> Yikes, that's a jaded reference. Mm-hmm. And then the torso wrapping after the gorilla incident—that was kind of like the last duct tape. And we again, saw.
1: having so much tape, how did he like? He looked out that there was that much
0: tape. Yes, there there were a lot of convenient points in this movie.
1: One thing that I found interesting is how did these fuckers get in the vents?
0: Okay, I mean these vents are very spacious for air. Clearly. Guns ridiculously and i know that people say this a lot especially after die hard and everything Mm -hmm. you know you shouldn't be able to crawl through ventilation shafts they're first of all they're not built to sustain the weight of a human being and also they're just not big enough so yes that's a major flaw in this movie because not only can humans crawl through them but these giant animatronic creatures can crawl through them and that just doesn't seem yeah no not at all possible one thing that I have to bring up is I don't understand the pinball machine. Me neither.
1: I What's think that was just his
0: break like the pinball he would take
1: Well, he, he set seemed... an alarm on his on his right. watch yeah. to then stop and play pinball and then go back to what he was doing.
0: Was that specifically because Texas told him to take breaks or was that just like his own
1: I think he was I think he did it cuz he was told
0: to take breaks okay because so he would chug a punch yeah and then play pinball and then play pinball he was into that pinball machine though like when he first came across it that was a sexual scene he was like rubbing the dust off of it he pulled the little trigger thingy and then pushed the buttons and was just groping this pinball machine I was uncomfortable. Did that do
1: something for you? Because I feel like you just <laughs> Listen, really went into
0: it. I'm on like a hairline trigger right now, but you like You are. I know this. I I felt un. I felt like a third wheel in the room.
1: Well, there is a scene where he does this weird fucking dance. Yes. <laughs> and I did read on IMDB that he improvised that entire Well, thing. that makes
0: sense to me. The other thing about the pinball machine game is that it, they kept showing the word "pop," and they do this on the the punch cans too. They show the word "pop," and Willie is a weasel, and so oh, I don't. Pop Goes the weasel. And "Pop Goes the Weasel" was the song that was playing with the pinball machine when he was playing it. So, like, I don't know if that meant anything or if it if it was just tying things together, but it seemed like it was trying to say something. I just couldn't figure out what it was trying to say.
1: You know what I also loved? Well, I wouldn't say love. That's a strong
0: word. Yeah, wow. Oh,
1: the Six Little Chickens song was a bop.
0: <laughs> Actually, all of the songs were a bop. But, like,
1: that was the one that, you know, it wasn't the typical, like, you well, know.
0: Well, sure, because it was talking about,
1: like, murdering chickens. No, I, I didn't like it because <sighs> it said it was murdering chickens. But it was just the actual, like, tune of it. Not the lyrics. Yeah. But the music of it, I was like, oh, this is. Is this
0: what's at Chuck E. Cheese? <laughs> I don't remember any of the songs that they played at Chuck E. Cheese. No. Man, that was a long time ago.
1: But, um, I'm surprised they still exist. I mean, we've evolved. Yeah, anyway. same. <laughs> <laughs> uh,
0: what? What are you laughing at?
1: I, that I wrote the only way of murder in this town is by way of machines, inanimate objects that are mechanical.
0: Well, wouldn't you consider that all the complicit adults involved were murderers, too?
1: Yes. Do we want to get into now that backstory? I guess part we should. Of it? So, <laughs> I forget how it originated, though, but... Okay, so... Like, I know why they're doing it now, but, like, why did it originate again?
0: Yeah. So, basically, when Willy's Wonderland originally opened, the owner of this place...
1: Oh, he was a murderer. He was a, a serial, serial killer.
0: killer and... And he hired other serial killers, basically, and they used Willie's Wonderland to find people to murder and they would bring them to the super special party room or whatever they called it. And
1: then fucking and
0: then kill, kill people. Them. So the police caught on to this at some point. And so they all committed suicide in this Satanistic ritual, which would preserve their spirits in inanimate objects, i.e. the animatronics of the facility. Right. And then I believe at that point, Texas tried to reopen the place and then people started dying again because the animatronics were killing them. And once they figured out what was going on, I don't know how they actually, like, learned all of this, like, how all of this came to light. Right,
1: like, not being in there themselves.
0: Yeah, so I think there came a point where <laughs> where Willie communicated to the other people in the town, we're all just going to come out and fuck you up. Unless, unless you feed us. You feed us. And then the adults were like, okay, we'll just send in a sacrifice it, they don't really say how often if it's like a daily thing or
1: right and weekly
0: it's, monthly we don't know
1: and it's funny because prior to finding out the backstory i was like oh the town's fucking in on this they're like <laughs> sacrificing people for no reason yeah and then we get the whole backstory that she needs to feed willie whenever she fucking can so that's why she does the roadblocks with the yeah.
0: Things Right, pops the tires, does the same gimmick, oh, you have to stay overnight, let's have you stay in Willy's Wonderland, that's really cool.
1: But the fact that, like, and then again, we go back, and that happens with Liv's parents, and they're like, oh, we don't have a place to stay, the hotel's all booked up, but you could stay here, Mm -hmm. and it's like, I'm sorry, I'm looking at this abandoned building. Right, exactly. I would not not, agree to that.
0: Yeah, I'm not staying there.
1: We'll sleep in our car overnight, and then, uh
0: well sleep in your office or call a taxi like it's not like this movie took place in like the 60s or something where there wasn't phones or like easy access to other you know places
1: right and my question is too was Liv just hiding and lucked out or did they not kill children no they do kill children
0: yeah no they definitely kill children
1: yeah because okay
0: so I think she was hiding it it doesn't fully make sense to me because I feel like they would have found her but but I guess they
1: don't right and then the sheriff finds Her after all said and done
0: takes her in and
1: takes her in, and it's weird because it's like you just took in a child who watched her parents get murdered by animatronics, and yet you're still feeding these animatronics. Right. And you don't expect her to want to burn the fucking place to the ground. And on top of that Wouldn't you want to burn the place to the ground so you don't have to fucking do this anymore? Well, that's
0: what I was thinking when she came in on Nick Cage murdering all these animatronics. My reaction would have been, okay, great, keep on doing this. Because if you kill them all, then we don't have to do this anymore. But I don't know if maybe she's just been so indoctrinated or really seems to fear the consequences if he doesn't succeed. But... I mean, there's got to be something going on there because she is, like, so willing to just throw him back in there as a sacrifice. They handcuff him and, like, leave him there to die, basically. (laughs) Which, that was a great scene. I would love to talk about that one. The head, Mm -hmm. shoulders, knees, and toes scene. (sighs) Oh, okay. You said love was a strong word when you were talking about something else, but I actually did love this scene. (laughs) because it was so funny to me and i didn't want to like it i think maybe that's why i love it is because when it first started i didn't i was like oh my god he's gonna beat the shit out of these two animatronics with his hands cuffed behind his back and it's gonna be stupid and then this music starts playing the shoulder head shoulders knees and toes and it's it goes on for so long i think that's it because if it had just cut away after the first like few seconds i would have been like okay whatever but like they make you sit there and listen to this song while they all stare at each other and get ready to murder and it's like okay this was this was funny and then he kills that one bitch by like squeezing her head between his thighs (laughs) Yeah. Which one was that that he killed? I think that was Sally Siren or whatever the fuck her name was. The Tinkerbell one? Yeah. Yeah, but she's still alive. Yeah. That's true. So then, wait, who was the other one? Because it was the other...
1: It was the chameleon, oh, the okay. crocodile. Well, the crocodile died in the sex room. I'm gonna call it the sex room.
0: Yeah. Um, the sex slash child murder yeah, room. Yeah. The <laughs> the super special birthday room. <laughs> yes! <laughs>
1: The gorilla died in the bathroom, the... Oh, the, um... Oh my god, what kind of bird was it? The Mexican penguin? Oh, ti- it? No, it, there Tito?
0: was Tito the turtle.
1: No, that wasn't a turtle.
0: He was a turtle. Are we sure? Tito was definitely a turtle. He had a Mexican accent. Yeah, Tito... And he was t- in the middle of the road. Yeah, Tito was a turtle. Are we sure... Uh, I'm gonna look it up right now, but I'm pretty sure. But he got out,
1: and he got then killed in the middle of the road. The chameleon one, and then there was Willie, Of course. And then the siren one, who was like Tinkerbell, who... She annoyed me a lot.
0: She was a creep. Oh my god, her face. Her face. Her face was bad. That's yeah, something Tito I'm- Turtle. Suck it.
1: <laughs> Why did he not look like a turtle to me? <laughs> okay,
0: well... But anyway, back anyway, to... Anyway, so... Yeah, I have in have my notes. Oh my god, he's choking her with his knees. Why did that turn me on a little? <laughs> you are so <laughs> sex driven these days. Sex driven.
1: I, I cannot handle it. Uh. Um, well, I did say I found him attractive in this movie. Somehow. Yeah, exactly. So I would have thought that, that that
0: scene would... I don't know I mean, that I, wasn't the one that's. I like me a man in. with powerful thighs. Sue me. <laughs> <laughs> well
1: then. <laughs> Now we know what you like to do in the bedroom.
0: (laughs) So yeah, basically, uh,
1: the sheriff comes in and realizes like, okay, he keeps bringing bodies and by bodies, it's animatronic bodies out to the dumpster. Right. You know, they're all dying. And she's like, no, we gotta save Willie." And then she gets in there and she ends up dying though. Does she? Willie
0: Willie comes and follows. Oh, yeah, he does at the end. Yeah, but prior to this, the reason that she shows up there at all is because Chris calls her and is like, we're in trouble because Liv has led this entire contingent into Willie's Wonderland and they're all getting fucking got by these animatronics. Everybody's dead except for Liv, which, I mean, very noble of her to try to get Nick Cage out of there before they lit it on fire. But at the same time, she got everybody killed. So... (laughs) There's that. yeah. <laughs> when the sheriff comes in, she says, oh, Liv, you have to get out of here. She she sends her off with the deputy. Mm-hmm. And he's driving her away from the scene. And then Tito Turtle just pops up out of fucking nowhere. Kills the deputy, which I felt really bad about because he seemed like a good yeah. dude. And I wasn't actually confident that she killed him because she comes out. There's no bullets in the gun. When did he have time to take the bullets out of the shotgun? <laughs> <laughs> that was weird and then she just beats him to death to death in quotes with the shotgun and leaves him but i didn't honestly think that she did a good enough job bludgeoning him so i was not surprised at the very end when he popped up right and was still alive
1: yeah so basically he gets his car back and weirdly eyes signaling to live
0: yeah and she gets
1: in the car. You know what's hilarious
0: to me is, like, I watched that interaction, and I didn't know what it meant. But she knew what it meant. And when she got into the car, I was like, that's what he was saying with his eyes.
1: And then, I mean, is it going to be romantic? Because he I offered don't know. her his punch, yeah. which I felt like was a big move.
0: Yeah, right. That that's sharing. That's a big step for him, for sure. But
1: then, like you said, they get to a point in the road. Tito is yeah. still alive. They hit him with the car and mm-hmm. keep going.
0: Yeah, I wasn't clear on the context of their relationship either. Um, I think because he's a lot older than her, but she is she does seem to be an adult or at least, you know, right of a consenting age. So I don't know. But I think maybe it was just sort of a kindred spirit kind of thing, because after, you know, the sheriff's dead and she just went through all this trauma She's probably looking to get the fuck out of this town, mm-hmm. so maybe maybe they're, they're going to part ways.
1: But they also had a look when he first got there.
0: Yes! I was actually disturbed by that because the look that he was giving her was not the look of, like, I'm a sexy stranger that you might be interested in. It was like, I'm a fucking crazy dude. Don't you dare get too close to me. And she's just, like, super into it. And I'm like, um... Oh, and also they think it's done yeah this guy
1: survived da, 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 but every they're all dead and then we have i'm gonna keep calling her tank because she looks like tinkerbell yeah she was sort of a pixie. well she has like a pixie Sprite, fairy vibe yeah. she was in the dumpster she comes out yeah she ends up being in the back of the car right in the back of the car
0: she's behind the trunk of the car because she did like she lit
1: oh yes yes st- yes. And stuck
0: it in their exhaust so that the and car then they exploded. blew up so she's still at large no, I think she died in that explosion. Did she? I think so. They showed her kind of like blowing back. Like I Oh, okay. I got the impression that that was that was like a suicide mission got you a kamikaze sort of got you sort of scenario so that killed tex and the mechanic that were part of the whole scheme but honestly those are the only adults that we know of that are like they say the towns involved but those are the only people that we encounter that know right and they're about all gone this. so
1: now like is yeah. there any town left probably oh, not yeah
0: we don't know <laughs> yeah population the of entire
1: population the died except live and now she's with a mute
0: yeah they're driving off into the sunset together not talking and drinking punch okay i need to i need yes, to bring please. up some
1: these are re- these are weird trivia points okay okay nick cage produced the movie as we said and he was very protective of the script great the look of crocodile animatronic was inspired by Soviet cartoon Gina the Crocodile from 1969.
0: Gina the Crocodile.
1: <laughs> not the catchiest name, but no. okay. Despite similarities, it's not a Five Nights at Freddy's adaptation. Oh, lies. Lies and Right? Slander.
0: It's the same fucking it, thing. Yeah, it basically is.
1: When the trailer was released, several fans of the extremely popular horror video game Five Nights at Freddy's, which has a movie version in production... Oh. from director chris columbus pointed <gasps> out how the plot for this film is the exact same as freddy's people are at- attacked by animatronic characters at a Chuck E. cheese type restaurant
0: yeah i mean that's literally what we've been
1: oh. saying nicholas cage was nominated best actor in a horror movie by critics choice super awards cage was also nominated for his performance in pig oh best actor but like I didn't even think this would hit any awards at all.
0: No, although that sounds sort of like an obscure awards category. Despite the
1: fact that his name, his character's name is never revealed, at around three minutes, a military ID plates can be seen hanging from the interior rear mirror of his car, pointing about a military past. I actually, I think I wrote that down. I'm like, oh, he's a vet. Yeah. Or something. Well, yes,
0: because I think in the in the IMDb description, it says he's a drifter. Oh, okay. They say drifter. I thought that somewhere they did say something about military involvement because I, at some point in my notes, was like, is this all going to be a hallucination? Does he have, like, severe PTSD and he's just imagining all of this happening? And I, I'm i actually, again, this movie made, like, a little bit too much sense. <laughs> I almost wish it made less sense because...
1: For what it was, it wasn't horrible. Right, but we still both kind of said to each other, "This
0: was a wild ride. What the fuck did we just watch? This was weird. It was weird. I wouldn't recommend it. I didn't have no. Like, it the wasn't best anything
1: <laughs> to write home about. Absolutely not. But again, we were intrigued by it because we thought it was
0: yeah five Nights a Five at Nights at, at Freddy's adaptation. Yeah,
1: I do find it funny though that on IMDb when you it shows you more like this or. Yeah. What we recommend. The names of these Nicolas Cage movies are hilarious, and I've never heard of them in my life. Okay. Color Out of Space, <laughs> okay. Mandy, Prisoners of the Ghost Land, Void, Mom and Dad, Dark, Beyond the Black Rainbow, <laughs> and then we get into his actual good movies, but it's just the first couple are like, even the movie posters,
0: I'm kind of yeah. like, what are these i think he's probably gotten to the point in his career where he can do pet projects things that aren't necessarily going to be huge blockbusters but things that he feels passionate about because obviously he felt passionately about this movie and uh, the question of why is really up for grabs but and that
1: movie that he recently that recently came out the unbearable weight of massive talent it's him playing him (laughs) Which I kind of want to watch because I find that fucking hilarious. And we have in it Pedro Pascal, Tiffany Haddish, Sharon Horgan, Neil Patrick Harris, Demi Moore. That's an all-star cast. Ike Barinholtz. Yeah, there's a lot There's a lot of people in this. And I remember seeing, like, not even commercials. Just people saying, like, Nick pa- Cage is playing Nick Cage. And I'm like, at this point, he's just making fun of himself. Right. And I find that hilarious. Because a lot of people have said too, the amount of movies he does in a year Mm -hmm. is wild. It's
0: kind of like Bruce Willis, but now we know that Bruce oh, Willis has, has a disease, so we, poor guy. are we going to find out that Nick Cage also has something going on, and that's why he's doing all these ridiculous Speaking movies? Speaking of Bruce
1: Willis, though, yeah. a whole op-ed came out about- um, Oh, I saw that! About our buddy- uh, Midnight, yeah,
0: Randall- Randall Emmett. Yeah, Midnight in the Switchgrass. But I hate that it
1: was LA Times, because I can't read the damn article, because they make right. me pay. Right. Paywall. So I'm trying to like find articles that write about
0: it. right, yeah, summarize what was in the. LA I time. mean, besides
1: him being a complete sleaze and cheating and fucking tons of women.
0: Yeah, would you like to retract or um, revise your position on Randall Emmett? Uh, yeah, probably, because <laughs> I think you did a lot of defending. I did. Him I did defend that, him in our lot. midnight in the switchgrass.
1: Yeah, and there was a lot. Like I heard a lot of negativity him towards Bruce Willis. Something. Hmm. specifically. But then I'm thinking to myself, why is Bruce Well still working with him then?
0: Yeah. Well, because... I, or now, was he
1: still working with him?
0: I mean, now at that point, you're thinking, is he just trying to, like, book as many jobs as possible to get enough money and security to take care of his family after he's gone? Because now he has this disease. So, if he knew that at that point, then maybe he's just trying to, like, cram in right. as much as he can to make sure that they're taken care of. It's but very though.
1: sad. Yeah. But... Our next movie next week. We are doing the movie <laughs> Olds and M Night Shyamalan. I'm not going to say classic. Wasn't a fan. Anyway, yep. we're also going to have another Riverdale
0: episode. Ah, oh, Riverdale! Almost forgot about you. They're really,
1: they're really tormenting us now because now it's like a snail pace, and we have to legit.
0: It feels like forever since I it's, last saw. We're, we're pulling at straws
1: now, and it's Sweet like uh, we just want the season to be over. Can we just yeah. end it? Yeah. Put us um, out of our misery. I think we have three episodes left. Like I don't even. Oh my ask. god, that's so I know. many. I don't even want to think about <sighs> it. Yeah, but again, you know where to find us on Twitter, Instagram, the website. Don't forget to check out the merch. More is going to be coming soon. There's stuff that has been designed but not released that I think we will release soon. Maybe <laughs> retire some old ones. Also, buy us a cocktail. Treat yeah. us to a cocktail because. Listen, with the amount of alcohol in this current one,
0: yeah, it'll I, help. Don and help. I have not I think Don's slightly closer to halfway done with hers, but I'm at like I don't know, <clears throat> two thirds left here. Let me tell like, you, it's it's sweet and
1: delicious. So if you want us strawberry. to create well, Lisa to create <laughs> more delicious cocktails based on these insane movies. Treat us to one.
0: Yeah. We'll name a cocktail after you. Yes. Yeah. That's a great idea. I can do a designer cocktail for your personality.
1: <gasps> just, oh, that's perfect. Yeah, when
0: you when you buy us one, just let us know like three three things about yourself, and then I'll build a cocktail around you. <laughs> I
1: love that idea. What your favorite liquor is, right? Um, Hobby, any, something.
0: Yep. Um, Give
1: us a nickname or yeah, a
0: nickname would be good, so we can come up with a nice punchy name for the cocktail. That
1: would be a lot of fun. Yeah.
0: So there you go. Further incentive. Yes. And then
1: just being also, wonderful. don't forget when you subscribe and you listen, please review because we love hearing from you and we love knowing what we're doing right or what we're doing wrong. So, yeah, don't forget. And of course, on Good Pods, Apple, Stitcher, Spotify, Podbean, and Google.
0: Yeah, all over the place.
1: All of them. It's, we it's are almost so impossible
0: to not listen to us. Yeah, we're in you so Google many you're
1: gonna find us so
0: to listen to us is to love us absolutely